and action. What's action. going on, everybody? My name is Rick Solo. Hey, y'all. I am Toy Danae, and this is Loving, Loving in, in Our Twenties. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. So the last day you were probably with us, you're probably listening to us via Anchor app or Apple Podcast. But now- or you weren't hearing or listening to us at all. <laughs> you're just joining us. But we welcome you. I believe that you were listening. Right. That's true. That's true. I'm going to believe that you were. believe that you were. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Nevertheless, it's been a long time since our last um, show, um, which was about a year and a half ago. Um, it's been a lot that's gone on since then, uh, starting first and foremost with 2020 being a pandemic. Yeah, that was a mess. The pandemic was quite um, rough on everybody, I think. Um, but for the most part, um, we made it through. We're survivors, um, you know, um, but it was definitely a tough freaking year um, for us. Um, we lost a lot of amazing people that were very close to us. Um, however, um, you know, and you even caught COVID yeah. in the midst of it. And it was, it was like one of the worst experiences so um, it's, I, it, it's just it's been it's just been a it's a been long really journey. yeah it's been really tough and I'm sure it's been tough on all of you guys and everybody else you know so we in this together y'all but hey we're back and we are you know in better places and we just yeah. wanna you know bring it back to you guys and get back into loving in our twenties because we really miss talking to y'all I do I, I know do. I do you do too yeah I do yeah. too yeah. and it's 2022 it's been some time and it, it's been a lot of growth between that time outside of just the pandemic is yeah. uh, we we had some things going on especially in 2021 recovering from the pandemic so. Yeah. It's been it's been a lot, and we gonna share a few things, and then we just gonna talk about what we are going to be, what you're gonna see from us in loving in our twenties. So yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, pr- pretty much like you said, it's been a whole lot of stuff that has went down um, with us as um, a couple and just establishing ourselves as family in a way, because yeah. we are family. We family, family now. Because, you know, yeah, you guys, yeah. Those who don't know and those who already know, we have gotten engaged. And this guy, he popped the question. And I'm so thankful. And I would say yes 10 times over. But, yeah, he that's another thing. Another big change. So When I say I lost my mind during that whole entire day. <laughs> Was you nervous? Completely. I, at one point in time... I had wrote a letter uh, prior to, you know, popping the question to her. My man is really, he in touch, okay? Um, but he was on some love, Jones, okay? When I was writing the letter, my arm completely went numb. I couldn't write. And I thought it was because I was having some type of spasm, type of crazy, you know, I thought I was having a stroke for a second. I'm like, oh, snap, it went numb. A stroke, baby? Yeah, I thought I was having a stroke. But where did it come from, though? What I don't know. It was like... I think maybe 20, 30 minutes prior to this whole proposal. Yeah. And I was writing this letter and my boy Cal was, you know, still getting things situated. And I was letting him know, like, man, I'm about to write this letter. And I started writing. My arm just, I couldn't write. I was just like, God. She was like, bro, just calm down. You're nervous. I'm like, no, bro, it's not, I'm not nervous. I'm 
my arm is numb. And I can't use it. I don't think I can use it anymore. Like, it's over with. Take me to the doctor. He said, nah, bro, just... Time, take me to the doctor. He told me to breathe. Y'all dramatic. I did some breathing, and then I created this very beautiful letter. What would you consider it beautiful? I, I, I would say it was pretty would, damn beautiful. It was like, pretty damn beautiful. I was crying writing the letter. That's how it it, it, it really, you really, everything from beginning to end seemed just from his, his, the pit of his soul. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just seemed so authentic and so genuine. The letter was just the icing on top of the cake, but like, the whole day, like, even, y'all, I was caught so off guard. <laughs> I kid you not. I was caught so off guard. And, you know, my, my, my fiance, my now fiance, he's sneaky as hell. But along with my sister and my best friend and Cal and everybody else, Derek, all them, everybody, y'all sneaky. Y'all sneaky, but I love every single one of y'all for what y'all did because it was amazing. It, it was something that, it was one of the most beautiful days of my life. Honestly, you guys. So, that happened, y'all. Oh, my God. I'm getting, I'm starting to get a little... <laughs> I don't know if it's this or uh, me just getting emotional, but in twenty it was twenty twenty one prior to twenty twenty one, um and even prior to twenty twenty, we were in I guess I wouldn't call her situation a dead end job, but we were at dead I was at a dead end job. I was literally doing like data entry for an insurance company, mm-hmm. a gap insurance company. Um at that I didn't, you know, I graduated um, in 2017 in communications, and it was the only job. WIU. From yeah. <laughs> um, and it was just not not the best, you know, um, job I, I get at the time. But it was it was some it was a start. Um, it was my first job. It paid decent, okay, for the time being. It paid enough yeah. for you know what you you should you should expect trying to come out of college. Right. But it was dead end. Um, so you think it was dead end? It was. Dead it end. just wasn't on the it track. Was no it wasn't along the path that yeah, you're was, trying to go. I on. was trying to go to, but at the same time, I would say I was trying. Um, I was still um, in self discovery. Okay. Yeah, I was still in the self discovery mode. I was still trying to really understand exactly what I wanted to do outside of graduating from college because I did a lot in college. I ran organizations. I was um, very active on campus. I was moving forward with a hey, lot of Rich, Hey, Rich, I go down there. Hey, Rich, hey, Rich. I'm like, who the hell is these heifers all hanging you? But he was he was definitely, he definitely was involved. Like, I can't even knock him. And that's really what attracted me to you, too. Like, yeah. I tried to be involved. So when I came home, it was just you know, trying to get my own place and then also trying to figure out my way. Mm-hmm. But in 2021, um, after, the, you know, coming off the pandemic, yeah. I got a good job uh, working at a non-for-profit, um, doing outreach. Um, I went, it, it was a, huh? I said great job. It was, the, I, I would say great job. I mean, good job. I wouldn't say great. I wouldn't say great. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was doing outreach. Um, and it was it was such a I felt like it was a great opportunity because one it was in a community that my family thrived in. Um, my family were politicians in this community and they did a lot of work in this community. So to be working in that same community doing similar work was great. Yeah. And then also it was for, it was my first time 
getting into the field, getting into my major uh, for a job, actually being able to use my degree for the first time. And uh, damn, that's crazy how hard it is to find a job in, in, in your field. In your field, and especially when it's competitive. Especially when it's competitive. It's Communication crazy. is definitely competitive. It is. Uh, most people, you know, some people say it's bad to leave a degree, but. Uh, you know, it's a lot of places you can use communications in, but I'm not saying that communication is my info. But it was a job that I got into um, 2021. Um, it was at a non-for-profit working with uh, formerly incarcerated individuals. Uh, again, it was in a uh, family neighborhood of mine. Um, and then I doubled my income as well. So that was also crazy. That's always the best, right? That was always the Look, in the midst of a pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, it, and that's crazy. Like, well, you know, I just started and stuff. I don't know how many goddamn. I mean, yeah. Let's pandemic. talk about let's talk about twenty twenty one when we came into Ada's McKinley. Ooh, we name dropping. We gonna bleep that out. But regardless, let's start back when. Okay, so. I, I don't know if you all know, but I work for, um, I worked in like small sector uh, uh, community um, organization where I work with adults with mental disabilities um, for like seven years. Um, and I ended up losing my job because of the pandemic. Um, we had to close because of COVID and we were shut down for like almost a fucking year. Yeah. Like a year. <laughs> so think think being you know having bills and having things to do and your job that you have for seven years is closed due to a pandemic because of a COVID outbreak and you know we didn't know when we could open the doors back again so we were they were closed down for like a year so I had to make moves on my own and I had to figure shit out on my own I hate to cuss maybe I shouldn't cuss I have to figure things out on my own okay (laughs) and you know with that um I had to, you know, find another job. So for them closing down a year, I would would say within six months, I found another job. I was out of work for six freaking months, y'all. It was tough, man. But this guy, he he helped. He always hold it down. But he held it down, down around that time because we only was really down to one income in the house. And I hate to get so vulnerable with you guys, but I mean, COVID during the pandemic it was just a vulnerable time for everybody and the only reason i was able to still work was because the job the dead end job i was speaking about it happened to be i was already working from home we were already at home they were like two years ahead of the pandemic for us working at home and i was able to still work at home and you know therefore make an income not everybody was able to do that that like a lot of companies literally have to transition into working from home. Mm-hmm. My company just so happened to be ahead of the game, so I was blessed. I would say, blessed I was about to say that was damn show sure a blessing. That, that was that was the highest dead end job or not, not being on your path or not, not. being on my path or not, <laughs> baby. That was and the only income we I had. I didn't have to worry about <laughs> not having a job at the time. I was literally still working, yep. still doing what I needed to do. This still recording. So yep. Okay. Um, so it, it, it turned out to be, it turned out to be cool. It yeah, turned out to be yeah. Cool. so, 
So um, I, I ended up finding I ended up finding a job in six months, and that was the agency that he just named. Hey, that's McKinley. Yes. However, let's keep it um, real. Yeah, I mean, we can just name drop because I don't work there no more. It is what it is. But um, I did my part there, and I ended up working in foster care. I, I came from a sector where I was working with adults with mental disabilities, but now I was working in foster care, still in social work. Um, however, foster care is a whole new ball game, and anybody who is in foster care understands that it ain't no joke. And when you're dealing with court-involved cases, you're dealing with families and kids that don't have parents, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of different elements that you're dealing with, um, so it's stressful. Regardless, um, I wasn't getting paid what I felt like I was deserving of because I have a whole fucking master's degree and I, no. I, you got a master's at least. You, you gotta, you gotta. Advocate for yourself. I, exactly. That's the word. Fight I'm for looking. your, fight for what you're worth. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially if you come with experience. I came with some experience. I don't have as much as a lot of these 30 year old people that be in these fields. But baby, I'm I'm young and I still come with some type of something to walk on. You know what I'm saying? So I just was like, nah, I'm not getting paid. I'm not getting paid enough. So I ended up uh, finding another job, which I, which I am. Am I being that real? Am yeah, I... be real. Be vulnerable. To <laughs> uh... Hey. Mhm. And I found another job where I was working for the state. Um which I'm currently working for the state, but this will be my last week. I am quitting. Um, and it's because it was the same type of job. And I felt like this was this just God's test and, sh- and, and, and me just really understanding that maybe I know for a fact, social work is, is my gift and what I want to continue to do in, in my way of serving my community. However, I know I don't feel comfortable serving in the capacity of foster care. Um, I definitely want to just branch out and grow in my therapeutic experience. Because right now I'm in like case management. It's more so setting up appointments and taking this kid here, taking this kid there, rather than me being in a therapy session and trying to dissect why you have depression and why you got to the point that you are because you've been through so many different traumatic experiences growing up. That's what I like. Okay, and that's where I'm not at, and that's why I'm transitioning and moving into a different, you know, sector of social work. So right now, I literally, y'all, in real time, this is my last week working for the state. I worked for the state for how many months? Like three months. Three. Following me working for ADS McKinley. Doing the same. Within nine months, foster care didn't chew me up and spit me the fuck out, y'all. Excuse my French. It has chewed me up and spit me out because I just know. I just know what feeds my spirit and what I need to feed my spirit, and it just wasn't giving it to me. And I was doing a great damn job. That's am I with my line, baby? No, no. I was doing a great I mean, freaking job. When you got directors and things calling you, telling you how great of a job you is, how beneficial they didn't want me to go. How 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 beneficial you are to the organization. That's that's big. You you know I don't I ain't never get that myself. <laughs> But yeah, I, I and I appreciate them recognizing that, but that's why you have to know your worth. You know what I'm saying? And I'm learning my worth and I think that it's just hard for me to say in situations because I've done that before, you know, when I was ready to go and I just settled. Mm-mm. It's 2022. Why am I settling? Why are we settling? No, no reason to. Reason why we're doing another episode of Loving in Our 20s. 
and we're recording it because it's about leveling up. It's about getting better. And it's about when you know better, when you learn better, you do better, and you share that experience with others. So Exactly. And we also <laughs> are three years away from being in our thirties, so we are trying to we go in to be more consistent with this podcast yeah. and make sure that uh, loving in our twenties is really you, you get to see his experience. First and foremost we want to let you all know that we are not here to let you know what you should do in a relationship. We are not relationship gurus or anything. We are just talking to you from our perspective, what we've been through and how we figured things out on our own. So we tell you these things to uh, motivate you or inspire you yeah. or give you a better outlook or a different outlook for your own situation um, is needed. So... This is what this podcast is for, and yeah. we really want to make sure that we are consistent. We're going to hold ourselves accountable more and making sure that we bring great content to you. And we know y'all going to hold us accountable, too. Exactly. Because while we didn't, um, you know, put out any work, we did recognize that, um, looking at our analytics, that people were still listening. People was listening, y'all. Man. And we appreciate of any ear, that li- anybody that lends an ear to our podcast. Lend an ear, you know, and so we are going to just look at our analytics, get more involved, get more active into making um, great content for you all. And just be more open. Yeah, because sometimes in our reality, um, especially over the year, especially 2020, 2021, yeah. we did a lot of overthinking. And um, one thing we're trying to do, especially as we transition um, into becoming one household, becoming one as a um, relationship, is not overthinking and making sure that we move with intention instead of just overthinking about everything. Yeah. So right now is dead because first and foremost, prior to... Um, to trying to do this, I really wasn't big on being on camera. I hated being on camera. Uh, but at the same time, I, I wanted to get rid of the fear. And it's time to really just show who I am, show what we can bring. All this melanin, this chocolate. Hell yeah. Okay. Don't touch, it's mine. I'm sorry, go ahead, baby. I love you. So, this, this, act, this, this thing is going to be big. Um, like I said, we go we gonna talk about a lot. Uh, we got a lot of topics to speak about no, really when it comes to loving in our twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even just going back to twenty twenty one's accomplishments, more, more so. This guy. Yeah. This guy. Come on, we can't act. I not only got a better job, I not only got engaged, but I also joined a fraternity. One of the greatest. No, not one of the great. The greatest fraternity. The oh! The greatest fraternity of all time, and that's the fraternity of Alpha Fight Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Yes. Okay. You already know. What? One, 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 nine. Ooh, six, high. You already know. So, I, I, your brother just did it behind the camera. It's crazy. I just felt that energy. So, <laughs> definitely, man, shout out to all the men of Alpha Fight Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And yeah, so, so I, I man, when I say that's been a, a big, big part of my um, my development within the last year, my whole mindset has completely changed um, since joining this organization, and it's been great because at one point in time, I was still, I felt like I was still a, a young boy, still trying to find myself, still trying to understand how to be a man, and being a part of this organization has really, you know enlighten me so much because it, it 
one, I have the mentorship around me. I have grown older men who are in places where I want to be, who are mentoring me, who are letting me know that, you know, things may get hard, but you have a chance to actually grow and develop on what you have right now. You know, so I, it's been it's been a, a big uh, a big change in my life. So I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the networking that comes with it. I'm enjoying the brotherhood. I'm enjoying all of it. So and I, I want to give my heart to it, and that's what I'm going to do is give my heart to this organization outside of somebody already having my heart. But that's um, yeah. So 2021 for me has been a good year. Um, I've, I've been trying to get things, you know. Set it, set it, set, um, set in the right direction. I might even be, you know, doing another transition as far as a career path. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about going into tech. I want, I will. Don't, no, don't tell them everything. Okay, so we're gonna hold that. Yeah, we're gonna hold off on that. Y'all don't gotta know all that. We, you gonna know the moves that we made, but you ain't gonna know all the moves we gonna make. I'm just saying, you ain't gonna know until they be made. I'm just saying, that's how we do. But. <laughs> That's just about protecting your blessings and your dreams, okay? Don't take it personally, y'all. But you will be a part of these experiences as they unfold, though, all the time, okay? So, but yeah, I mean, this guy, I mean, as y'all can see, like, he is just evolving, you know? And he, and, and even, I, I hate, you know, I hate to say that, you know, even though the pandemic in that year was just really rough, I mean that year was really a year where you're blossoming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, was it was a blossom it, season for you. It was rough. I, 2020, was rough. I had to literally... I had a family situation where I had to literally take care of my brother and everything. It was just a real bad year, but I, oh. I, came, I came, you know, punching and making sure I did what I needed to do to, to move up. But yeah, yeah. So even with all of that, baby, you know, we we've shared the things that we've been through. What do you feel like the lessons that were learned from when it comes to our relationship? Like when it comes, if it like what what lessons do you feel like came from um, us going through what we went through? Because we went through individual battles and collective battles. So what did you? What was a lesson that you got from that? I, I got a few lessons. Um, um, one lesson was um, being able to first and foremost again me being a communication major I should know this but communicating everything properly in a proper time um, I felt like 2020, 2021 2020 we had a it was a rough year because again we was Enclosed, we were trying to figure things out. It was times where we got into rough patches, rough Ooh, arguments, things of that nature. But in 2021, I felt like uh, around the end, we started noticing and learning more about each other, how we communicate, um, and how we go, we should go about communicating with each other. Um, and also, just being, um, I know for myself, just being 100, because I sometimes can hold my tongue. Um, especially in regards to how I feel, just because I feel like, well, I shouldn't trip about it too much, but if, uh, I'm starting to learn that if it bothers me, it needs to be addressed, you know, but at the same time, it also needs to be addressed in a proper time as well. Not everything needs to be addressed. Sometimes I could be tripping. Sometimes 
it really needs to be addressed. So I've learned that. Um, also making sure that you have the right people behind you, especially when it comes to your relationship. I, I got a best friend who anytime I got mad about any situation, I would definitely, you know, vent. And what I what I like about him is one, he would hold me accountable for the things I did, and then two, he would make me recognize that maybe I'm doing too much, being traumatic or overthinking. Because there would be times where I'd be like, you know what, I don't want this. I don't I don't care about it. I'm leaving about this, and he'd be like, no, bro, that's not what you you're not doing that first and foremost. You are you you are in a rough path right now. You're angry. I'm gonna let you be angry, but this is what it is, and this is what you gotta you know do to fix things. And he never encouraged me to, hey man, leave her, bro. Come back to the streets, bro. Or you know you know just giving me negative energy about my relationship. He was more so trying to make sure that we did the best we could to stay together. So um, I really I'm really appreciative of him for being there in my corner for that. Uh, and then also trying to, um, the whole family thing. That was another lesson in real, recognizing that uh, prior prior to this, well, even when we were doing shows for Love and Our 20s, we were talking about family situations. And um, now our family situations have grown since our last, um, our last podcast about it, like, it's completely grown, like, since, especially since we got engaged, and people realized, like, this is not going nowhere, this is us, and this is what it's going to be, and this is how it's going to be, um, Change. people just started realizing, like, okay, this is, this is what it's going to be, and they started getting with the program, so, um, all those things I recognize, uh, throughout the years of our relationship, and, um, I'm, I'm hoping to see more, especially as we enter this new chapter of trying to get married. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's You touched on some good ones. Those are some good ones. Um, I, I want to... Okay, the first lesson I'm going to start with is tone, ladies. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Okay. Tone and timing, okay? TNT, that's what we're going to call it. TNT, that's what we... Hey, I have... Um, during COVID, like he said, we was closed up. We was, uh, you know, getting agitated, you know, have, not being able to go nowhere and being confined to, you know, our our place. It, it was um, really a learning experience because I don't think any of us in the world spent that much time with our partner that long okay like that was a whole new experience for us but ultimately um i had to learn tone and timing because and i i think i just i feel like i just learned a lesson recently because i need to really i i had to learn you know you don't have to talk about everything that comes to your mind when it comes to your mind you know, see how he's doing. See how his day has been. See how your guy check in with him. You know, see how he's feeling. You know, see what he's gone through, where his mind is before you throw on all of the other miscellaneous things that may be bothering you. Um, they should be addressed if they're bothering you. But I think it's just about, you know, just knowing your guy and just knowing like, hey, 
this may be the best time and this day may not be the best time, you know. And then also when you sit down and talk to your partner, treating, staying on topic, you know, and also not adding all that extra, you know, neck rolling and all of that. You don't have to be so animated. You just, you just say what's bothering you. You, you put it on the table, you allow your partner to express themselves, you express how you feel, but it doesn't have to get to a certain level. We don't always have to get up there, women, ladies, us. We don't have to do that. And I found myself doing that quite often when it came to disagreements. But if I, if I see longevity in this relationship, it's gonna take some things for me to change, right? And, and I just know that I want my man to feel empowered. I want him to feel strong. I want him to feel loved. I want him to feel cared for, even when we mad at each other. And I had to learn that. So that was a lesson. And then in regards to family, I love that he brought that up. But I felt like, you know, we have we have past um, podcasts addressing it. And it has been a journey, you know, for us to get on get our families on the same page as us and that's both of our families my family his family but I think that all young people kind of go through this because we are the oldest of our uh, of our siblings so our parents are like mama bears you know and father bears you know what I'm saying and our families are really protective of us being the oldest so we have to also understand that and understand that hey the more open that we are the more open that they will be and I felt like the more we opened up our hearts, the more they opened up theirs, and they saw that, hey, they are really in love, you know? Like, this ain't changing, you know? And then we got engaged, and it just, you know? So, time heals all. That's a lesson, too. Let things unfold. Let things just be, you know? Everything don't have to have a reaction and be addressed and controlled. Let things just exist and be and unfold. Patience is virtue, okay? That that is that is that all those was was um just it just was relevant to how we had to kind of go through things and how we have to deal with things. So family thing, learning about tone and timing, and um just knowing that he's my partner, like you my teammate, like he's not my enemy. He's not, he's not any hurt that I've been through in the past. This is a new person. This is a man that has loved me for five, well, six years at this point. And he has, he has authentically like just loved me for me and supported me. And I just need to, you know, just love him as my partner, you know, and always keep that in mind. Even when we upset with each other, we're not on opposite teams. We're always on the same team. It's us against the world. Okay, so those would be uh, <laughs> those would be the the top ones for me. Um, I'm pretty sure it's more lessons that I learned in there, but like for the most part, like just just making sure that I I have to be okay and comfortable with evolving and changing myself if I want different results, you know. And if you want people to see you differently and treat you differently and you want this type of life, you got to you gotta step up to the plate and be somebody different too. You can't be the same old, same old, because the same stuff that worked then ain't going to work now. So, yes, 2020, COVID, all of that, it definitely taught me a lot. And this guy here has taught me so much um, in regards to just love and caring for another person. So, um, thank you.
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I feel like we've been we've been talking. How long have we been talking? It's been a minute now. It's it been, has. It's it has. Been a, it's been a minute now. So yeah. But I just want to let you all know that in regards to this podcast, we're going to do our due diligence to make sure that this podcast is yeah. put out and put on a brighter platform for not only just black couples but all couples, young couples trying to make it and figure, you know, figure it out because we are definitely understanding and we understand what it is it ain't easy y'all this shit ain't easy but don't just throw in the towel because you feel like oh I'm young I got my life to live and all this and you probably do and if that's your prerogative so be it but if you have somebody that you love that you really feel like damn if we really just communicate better we could probably really be great you know what I'm saying especially especially now when you're in your 20s because most people when they hit their 30s 40s and 50s they are set in their ways, so it ain't really changing nothing. Yeah. When you in your 20s, you are trying to learn each other, understand each other, and you can even change for each other in some ways. Yeah. So this is a great time to try to just get to know your partner, get to love them, and yeah. um, and do your best in tr- making sure that you all are together, maintaining, and progressing together as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, in regards to loving in our 20s, I say, like I said, we're going to make sure we hold ourselves accountable. Okay. And let you all hold us accountable as well. We are going to make sure that we put out at least one episode per week. Um, you can also, um, you are, you're going to be able to find this podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, all the podcast platforms, yeah. including Spotify, things of that nature. And you will also be able to watch us um, on video via YouTube or Instagram. So if you want to watch it on YouTube, you can go to her page on Toy B. If you're watching on Instagram, you might be able to see it on both our platforms. But we're going to do our best to make sure that this content is out to you all. Yeah. And then we're going to make sure that... We feel, we feel really passionate about this content. Exactly. Young people need stuff. We need to see other young people doing things that young people do. And we're loving. We're growing. We're leveling up. We're getting married. we having kids. we you know what I'm saying, becoming power couples, doing things for our communities. We should, we should show it, you know what I'm saying? And we should become a community. We should connect, you know, with other people, other young people that are doing what we're doing. So, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I what it's really about. I agree. So, as you, can, as you watch us, man, just, just grow with us. That's all I can say right now. And just be looking out for our next video. Right. Our, our, our next pieces of content. We have a lot of ideas and a lot of topics that we want to discuss with you all. So, Please be looking out for that. And, and also, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Also, I think one thing we didn't discuss during this whole entire podcast is your business. Give me one second, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Yes. Can't forget, in 2020, I launched a fucking business. I forgot to mention my business. In 2020, she launched a candle business. More so a wellness business. Yeah. It's the start of a wellness business, but it's starting off with candles and aromatherapy. So Yeah, um, I make aromatherapy products, um, and I have several candles. First of all, um, my website is www.cannayogi.co That's C-A-N-N-A-Y-O-G-I dot C-O. And I make 
all um, all soy candles. Um, they're hundred they're um, hundred percent natural. Um, they are made made with essential oils. I have several scents. Um, this is the citrus zen scent, and then I also have what we call a mahogany teak wood. Um, I have a lavender candle. All of these uh, candles. I have other candles as well, along with car um, fresheners, um, air fresheners. Um, I have. Uh, massage candles yeah if you check out my website you'll see all of the different um, aromatherapy products that i do sell but yeah i did start this business and i just felt like it was necessary to start something where we had all natural candles that we can put in our office we could put it in our home we could put it in our bathroom that are not only natural but we get like a health benefit of aromatherapy depending on whatever the candle is made out of so this is a citrus zen candle you know it can help you with your mood help balance your mood help you relax more um it's just so many different benefits that come with each of my candles and if you go on my website it explains it for each of the candles what you can what you can gain from experience what you can gain from experiencing by lighting the candle um so yeah that is my business and i hope that you all have time to go check that out and um go explore and yeah i'm just Y'all, I'm so excited about this. Like, I'm really excited about loving in our 20s starting back. And if you all have any lessons or you all are in a relationship and have any feedback that you all want to share, please feel free to, you know, comment, share this with your partner, share this with some of your friends that may be in, um, you know, relationships and young. Hey, you know, we're, we're a community. We're trying to start a community. So... Feel free to keep on tuning in and letting us know how you feel. So, yeah. Honestly, man, I'm enjoying this as well. Yeah. And again, you're going to be seeing more and more content from us. So, until next time. Until next time. Much love to you all and loving in our 20s. Loving in our 20s. You don't like that? <laughs> Do you like that one? I, loving in our 20s. That's fire, bro. If I go on a do a voiceover and then put that on the video, loving in our twenties. No, I'm working on. It.